of the PC Podcast. I'm Matt. This is Josh. Hello. And we love PPC. Well. Sometimes we love PPC. <laughs> we love a challenge. We love a challenge, um, which I guess is why we do PPC. Um, but mm. we figured let's start a podcast because we talk about PPC a lot between ourselves. Uh, we do it as a job every day. So we figured why not start this up and see if there's uh, any insight to be gained for someone, you know, one person in the world who might accidentally stumble across this podcast while we're live streaming it for the next eight hours. Because we've got eight hours on this stream, Josh, if you want to go for it. Eight hours. uh, sit here and talk about PC for eight hours. I mean, what is there to know? Well, there we go. Over to you first then. What is there to know? What is there to know? Well, I've got some breaking news for you. Go on. Christian Benteke is not in the... That is non-PC related breaking news, but it yeah. is breaking news. Yeah. But let me just... Um, but let me... I mean, if he was a keyword... Yeah. Okay. He'd be paused by now, wouldn't he? He would be. Yeah, because I think he would be paused. His co- because his cost per goal conversion is pretty high. It is pretty high. Um, yeah. He's not converting... And, but, I mean, I don't even know if I'm, I... I think I would go as far as to delete him completely out of the, uh, out of the account, to be honest. Really? Because pausing, you know, that, that indicates there's going to be a second chance at some point. Mm. I wouldn't even want to keep his data. I mean, you know, no? I, know I know that breaks your heart to hear it because you're such a big fan of, uh, of uh, Ben Teddy, but I am. I am. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. So if you've got a keyword... Yeah, and it isn't performing well. Okay. At what time period do you decide then that you would pause it? Hmm. That, uh, depends. I mean, mm. it depends on it depends on what you're looking at, really. I mean, you could look back. You know, best practice says look back thirty days. You know, if yep. if you're not getting anything, you're not getting any back for your back in thirty days, then then log in. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'd say thirty days. Look back window of thirty days. But you know, historic data as well. Maybe it's a seasonal keyword. You know, so you got to look back on year on year and see. Absolutely. Know, you just look at it at the wrong time, which a lot of people do. You know, you can't just rely well, on uh, you know the last thirty days a lot of the time. Yeah, it is difficult, isn't it? It's difficult knowing sometimes what time period to look at, and I think it is quite. It's a you know it's. Something that a lot of people kind of neglect, but you know, you can look back at the seven days. You know, a lot of bid strategies work towards seven days. Mm-hmm. You know, Marin, I know, looks at 28 days. You have to have 40 conversions in 28 days. Yeah. So you've got a long, longer time period there. Um, but, you know, I don't think there's any harm in looking at all time periods. You're looking at seven yeah. days, looking at 14 days, looking at 30 days, looking at 90 days, yeah. uh, you know, looking at on your on your mum's birthday. You know, it, it, exactly, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing, though. What is what is your favourite time frame? I remember we asked this question uh, amongst uh, a group of us. Uh, you know, it was up there with what's your favourite formula for, for a time. Yeah. But what is your favourite time period to look back? Uh, well, if, if it was a formula, it would be equals today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, just lob, 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 lob. I, I you know, I, I, I'm partial to a thirty day. I'm partial to a ninety day. Um, partial to a restructure it, as well. I know. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and, and they can take ninety days. They can take ninety days. They can they take really ninety can. days. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you've got to be thorough. You've got to be thorough. You've got to be thorough. It depends what the task is as well. And it depends what metrics you're looking at. So yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, it, you're looking at search terms, then, you know, it, it depends if the, if the account's in its infancy, then you'd look at, you know, you want to look at your seven days, you want to get those negatives in as quickly as possible. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're looking at individual keyword performance and it's been live for 30 days, then, you know, obviously 30 days and, and there isn't a right answer really, is it? You know, that's the joy. Uh, there is, that no is the joy. It's the joy. That's the challenge. That the problem joy. solving at its finest. What was well, the last? Go on. Carry on. Well, no, I was just going to say, I, I, 
I'm, you know, month to date, and it's early month to date, and you know, your, your cost per sale, your, your, you know, your cost per lead is really high. I, I, I don't like that because you know, last month it could have come in, you know, a lot lower than what it is at the moment. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, there is a, there's a general misconception there to panic a little bit, and yeah, I, I, I think uh, sometimes this, this game's a waiting game, isn't it? It's patience. It is patience. You know, the key is data. If you've got enough data. That, that's the crucial thing, and, and you know you can't make a, you can't make any decisions without it. That's all that goes without saying. But mm. what a lot of people I see, they they make rash decisions, you know, without having a, a look at the entire landscape. If you've got the data available, you know, if you can go back and look and find the patterns and look at the historic data year on year, then then do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, take the, take the time to identify the trends um, with trends. what you've got. Absolutely, uh, it's a big buzzword at the moment, isn't it? Big data and you know analyzing lots of data. Data, you know. <laughs> uh, I would always question your data as well. Always well, yeah. Data. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got to look at. I mean, you've mentioned Marin, which is interesting because I want to talk about you know the fact that you've used double click and you use Marin, so that we can look at the differences between those, but. Again, you've got to look at it. If you're using AdWords and you're just relying on AdWords data, which you know we know is we know personally is unreliable. Mm. But then, if you're looking at your own business intelligence data, how reliable is that? You know, it's it's important to I think to audit as you go and just just to make sure that you know you can't rely on one set of data and and say gospel, okay. That is the one, and we're gonna we're gonna now moving forward rely on that. In an ideal world, it's fantastic, but I think it's just nice, you know, every now and then to go back and just check everything as you go. Mm. It's worse if you yeah, get six months down the line and you realise you've been opt- optimizing the data that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's exactly right. And I mean. Uh, I can't remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> <laughs> Here he is. <laughs> Here he is. Uh... We've got some notes there. What was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go back to Marin and DoubleClick. So yeah. what, what, what's the major differences for you? Because you've used both. I haven't used Marin uh, as much as you have. Mm. You've obviously used the bidding folders as well, which is DoubleClick's bid strategies. Um yes. So what is, uh, do you want to say what your favorite is or do you want to just sort of dissect the two? I think if you could mold the best bits about Marin and the best bits about DoubleClick, then you would have, you know, a really, really solid platform there. A really good bit of software because it's good for you to do with both. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I personally prefer the, the usability of DoubleClick. I think it's a lot cleaner. Yes. Um, you know, and it obviously has the support of, of Google there. Uh, you can see things like demographics, like age and gender targeting, which you can't see in, in Marin search. Mm-hmm. I also find Marin a little bit difficult to analyze device performance. Okay. And you can't, seg- yeah. you can't segment it within like an individual keyword view. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so it's only like at the campaign and ad group level, which... You know, it's uh, if you want to separate your because if you want to separate your keywords into you know device specific uh, campaigns, you know that's a little bit handy to have. I do really like the reporting functionality of Marin. Okay. Uh, both can do web queries, but I, I think Marin you can the ability you can create web queries of a lot more of a longer date range for starts and different date ranges. So you're not restricted. You can look back at seven days. You can look back at 14 days. You can look back at 541 days, you know, so there's a lot of scope there and you can also create individual reports that you can get them email to you, which you can do in double click as well. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, the web, the web query function is pretty excellent really in Marin. Um, You love a web query. I know. I do love a web query. I do yeah. love web query, yeah. And how uh, long would you say you spend pondering some of the data you generate using a web query? 
daily. I mean, it's the first thing I look at when I go in now. I've automated, yeah. you know, and we're going to get onto the subject of automation, I think, in a bit, because I think that is the big topic at the moment in yeah. the world and, and PPC. But yeah, um, I do spend a lot of time looking at web queries. I just find them so easy to use. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you can pick the data, you can paste, you can um, paste special, you can analyze it, you know, you yeah. can make graphs from it. it, it automatically updates. Yeah, you're within Excel, you're already crunching the numbers in Excel. So, you know, I think it's, I think they're really good. You love Excel as well. I love Excel as well. Yeah, Excel. I do. I'll tell you what, we should do a um, video on web queries. Yeah. We should do maybe just the whole, you know, Joshy Herbs guide to web queries well, 101. Web know, query specialist. Just record your screen. Maybe yeah. a live stream twenty hours, just just going through web queries, you know, just really getting into them, you know, <laughs> stretching them out, and really really enjoying the <laughs> enjoying the data together as a community. Yes. I think so. We'll, we'll do it, yeah, maybe a blog as well, accompanying blog. Blog would be good. Yeah, poem, a poem, an O to poem, an O to web, yeah, O to web queries. Yeah, maybe if we've got time. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I've got restructure to do at the moment, so oh, I haven't. So this is well, ladies and gentlemen, this will be the only podcast of this year that'll feature Joshy here. But if he's got a <laughs> restructure to do, yeah, I'll have to get um maybe maybe ask Matt Beck if he wants to jump on. It's all the thing. Uh, you know. Oh, he's a myth. Here's his reaction. Um, yeah. If anyone does tune in, you'll hear a lot about Matt Beck over the course of this uh, PPC podcast series. A mentor to both of us uh, on our journey to become PPC specialists. Um, but yeah, you mentioned automation. Do you want to jump in on what you uh, what we were talking about earlier? Automation, um, as I said, you know, it's, it's a big topic at the moment, AI and machine learning. Um, you know, you kind of, a lot of people kind of mi mistake the two, mm -hmm. uh, but really machine learning is developing AI, uh, you know, and the use of deep learning at Google has gradually increased over the last you know, five years. So, you know, a lot of these big companies, you know, Google, Amazon, uh, Ken Shu, uh, um, Alibaba over in, you know, in, uh, in China, they, they are really hot on AI and developing AI. It's almost like an AI arms race, isn't it? Well, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It, it, is it is the race of space, isn't it? For these it companies. Yeah. Um, but I went to, um, SMX festival okay. um, the other week and, uh, the actual, the keynote speaker, who kicked off the the whole event? You know, everyone was in the room. It was a guy called Bashad Bazadi, um, and um, it, it was all about the age of assistance and the, uh, the the growth of of machine learning and and its understandings. And I think one of the key points is that you know, people are using voice search and they're using uh, Google Assistant. Uh, in a much more conversational way, you know, yeah. which is bound to have to impact PPC. Oh, um, you know, voice search has been on the agenda for some time now. Yeah, uh, you know, and but it hasn't really, it hasn't really taken off as much as some blogs are, are saying. In my, in my opinion, exactly. I've read, I've read stats. You know, twenty percent of search. You know, one in five is is mm. voice search. And we were looking at the search query reports back last year, mm. and I was seeing a lot more conversational queries come through, longer tail stuff coming through. Definitely. But, it's, it still comes down to how you're going to use it and how we, you know, it's always the thing when, when something like this happens and emerges and is on the horizon, it, you know, it's totally as this will be the next big thing and it will change everything. But there's a process that everyone needs to go through until we get to that point so that it's going to happen overnight. And I think that the yep. biggest thing is how is how companies now and how you know BBC adapts to voice search and you know if, if you know the the main thing is it's no longer about keywords you know it is about the human being and this is what you know it's always been the case but now people are realizing a lot more you know it's all about the actual audience if they want to search with their voice 
then we've got to catch up to that. You know, it's not a matter of picking out a few keywords that, you know, sound great for the business. Uh, and that's exactly yeah. what you want to search because, you know, working with lawyers, there's a way that they talk about law and there's a way that they would love to set up an account and it would be extremely, you know, the terminology would be, you know, it's not something that the lay person would use. And the end user isn't going to search for it in that way. Um, no, it's just getting that through to a lot to a lot of businesses now as well. I think they kind of really understand that search is changing completely, and and it it is the audience that's going to dictate the way it goes, which it always has been, like I said. But it's a it's a catch up game for a lot of people. I think. Absolutely. I mean, machine learning is is processing these complex types of questions. And understanding what people are looking for yeah you know that is that is what's happening um and uh, the uh, the guy he gave some examples on his google assistant and so he asked his phone you know what's the weather like in london and it, you know it returned all oh, the weather is windy in london you know Good um, yeah <laughs> i practice um <laughs> you know so then he asked do i need a jacket today is it, doo -doo. You will need a jacket today. The weather in London is blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. You know, cold. Yeah. And then he asked, "Is it raining cats and dogs today?" So, doo -doo. the weather in London is raining today. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you asked another one. Doo -doo. Can I play tennis today? Doo -doo. The weather in London today is raining. You know, so it understands all these questions. Yeah, <laughs> and the complexities in them. Even though they are very different, yeah, in complexities. Yeah. So, you know, when you think about how will this impact the future of search, you know, even when people ask complex questions, like, can I play tennis today in that string of questions, mm -hmm. you know, assistants understand it. Yeah. And, they be, you know, they're becoming capable of talking to each other as well. well yeah. you know, we can automate mundane tasks like booking an appointment at a restaurant. Yeah, uh, you know it does that. It can search through photos, you know, but you know they're not hundred percent clever. I mean, they still, if you add a little bit of white noise, there are been experiments where you know they have they do mistake a lot of things for ostriches. It seems to be <laughs> more than any other, other subject. And there's a you know if you go and Google that, there's a whole host of information on that, which is quite funny. But yeah, um, but we'll yeah, tweet that. We'll have to tweet that. Tweet yeah, that. yeah. Okay, Absolutely. And, you know, PPC aside, AI is changing the way we, we, we do things. It's changing the way, you know, and, you know, a, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of negative talk about killer robots and, and, uh, you know, that AI is, you know, taking, taking jobs away from people and it already has, Yeah. you know, I've already seen that, uh, you know, you take the NHS uh nhs helpline you know when you google your symptoms in a website you know that that's a very basic form of ai but yeah. ai essentially is a set of algorithms. that's all it is and it's very simple really so it's exciting i i think if, if anything it can help and you know like you look at public service like the nhs it can help doctors nurses automate the mundane task because a lot of what doctor and nurses do, I don't know what percentage of the time, but it's all admin based. Oh yeah. So, uh, and that's the thing I think the important takeaway from a lot of these um, AI talks is that you know it's not designed to to just take away human tasks, you know, and take jobs away from humans. It's designed to work with humans, you know, as an assistant in the way that Google Assistant can you know make appointments for you and you know at google io they did a you know a great demonstration of where the assistant could book a, a hairdressing appointment um in the background and then once mm. it you, know, you give it the the time frames and if the person on the other end of the call matched up that those time frames that the, the appointment was, was made and then it sends you a notification and as simple as that um so yeah it is and obviously there's much smarter things, you know, you look at the way that now it's being brought into cancer research and, and things like that. Um, 
but it's yeah it's it's that understanding of if we can work with it what you can do with that it's interesting that the, the um, assistant stuff with because i mean i can't imagine not having enough time to ring someone but this happens with everything you know i, I couldn't imagine a time where i'd moan if a website didn't load in three seconds but that happens mm-hmm. but yeah it's mad to think that there's a time where you know you're going to be that where does it go you know where's it hey you know we can simply just speak to a to the phone speak to a google assistant or whatever device you're using and it then just goes and and takes care of those tasks for you and even that freeing up time for for certain people that is you know what can that lead to productivity wise of those people who are like you say with doctors and nurses and, and the nhs absolutely yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, it is interesting. It is. But, uh, and, you know, with the internet of things, it's exciting for businesses in a way that they, you know, they change how they they do business and it's another form of advertising, isn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's it, really. It is. It goes back to that. And the data you can gather from devices, you know, the, those sort of devices, the smart home devices, um, you know, that uh, feeds back into into the, the data that advertisers can use mm. uh, to target certain audiences. Actually, I saw earlier that Bing has beaten Google to the punch on uh, rolling out uh, in-market audiences over the US. So they're talking about 170 unique audiences um, that, they, that you know, they're going to give people access to. And obviously, Bing has got a ton of data with obviously LinkedIn and, and, and everything like that. But um, but yeah, even the fact that now, you know, we're able to we'll be able to plug audiences in, in-market audiences in, um, as opposed to just targeting, um, you know, keywords at, at, at the first point of search, you actually be able to bring in these in-market audiences, which, you know, we're then able to target people at different stages. You you know, if, we, if you're able to just then you know, you can whack a bid only and a zero percent adjustment on it and basically just observe yeah. and populate these audiences and see what's the test, you know, what with 170 available, you know, the testing is gonna be incredible. Um layer yes. that with, you know, the demographics and the audiences that you've already got available to you. Test multiple. Yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it is exciting. It's exciting because I mean it's it's stormed in for us because you look at creative. We mentioned this when we were talking before we come online. Mm. Um, creative has always been the part of BBC that, you know, is the real human touch. Everything else is, you know, we don't bid anymore. The bidding's done for us, you know, and, and, yeah. and everything like that. You can plug different bits of data in. And, you know, the creative side of it is grabbing your pad, grabbing your pen, you know, taking yourself away from the computer. People like to do it in different ways. You know, some people like to set up the Excel, get a character limit columns in. Uh, equals len is another great formula, you know, one of, one of the great the great formula right there if you look up, you know. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, however you like to set up, I like to take a pad away and you start, you know, jot down some ideas. That was the most creative part, but even that is now automated in some ways, you know, with, with the latest, you know, the, the latest rollout from Google testing. Um, yeah, you know, there's responsive ads. I always think, that, you know, my first thought was, uh, for that was, you know, how is this, you know, what they're suggesting, is it any good? Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, is that going to improve quality score or add relevance for us? You know, are, are there other factors to that? You know, because I would think that you know a, a human would be better at writing and copy than than a machine. Well, yeah. But unless there are hidden factors to it, that we're not. Well, that's the thing. Uh, you basically you, the way it's going to work is you're you're choosing still your headlines. 
and you're mm. pin you, you're basically giving it a number so you know you're, you're chucking a load of suggestions in and you're pinning the ones that you wanted to generate um, a responsive ad from yeah and then the machine creates a couple of sequences of that um so i mean it's still we still it's still a large role to play from us but yeah i mean if it moved to that but you'd think that it would improve the the quality of the account it would improve the quality score because if if the machine is taken you know it, it can only work on a data point so if you if it's looking at what were the most successful ads and then reshuffling ad copy from that and creating a brand new ad in theory it's got to be based on you know whatever you set the metric to be based on so if, if you want to in the same way as you'd optimize for conversions or clicks in the past it, it sh- you'd think it would work in that way but yeah you it's a strange one because i like to look at my ads from the point of the consumer as a consumer you're a consumer um and sometimes it's not as black and white as that's just sort of, you know, taken. And it, there's a lot of other, other factors that come into play when someone looks at it. Do they even read some of the copy sometimes? You know, exactly. So I think there's a, there's, a, there's a lot more questions and answers around that at the moment, I think. Um, mm. Time will tell. Time will tell. Um, I see no harm in testing it. But, oh, yeah, exactly. you know, for yeah. a lot of industries, it's not possible because... You know, they would suggest things that, you know, it depends. Certain certain uh, industry motivated by price, which, you know, uh, you have to back up. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I don't know how compliant a lot of what they would suggest is for some industries. Yeah. But, yeah, you made an interesting point there about writing for the consumer. Uh, you know, I've always thought if, if you write, if you try and write for everybody, you write for nobody. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, and you, and like you said, you know, uh, ad copy shouldn't be written in Excel. No, it should be. It should be. It should be written, you know, outside, uh, you know, away from your desk. You know, yeah. looking at the, looking at the trees and the birds. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, on a beach, you know, on a beach, yeah, on, on a, a beach. on Ogmore Beach relaxed where you're you know the it's left so side of your brain can can relish there well, yeah exactly because it you know for, for in your case for you know seven of the eight hours of a day you're at your desk and mm. the right side of your brain with data mm, that's you know, it. you've got to sort of get outside and absolutely and excel yeah. is synonymous with the the right side of the brain isn't it it's the analytics well, yeah exactly you know, and you can't you can't be analytic about ad copy. Well, you no. can when it comes to performance, but... To an extent, yeah. So let me ask you a question then, Matt. Okay. Ad copy. Okay. You know, what do you look, what, what's the, you know, what do you look for? What do I look for? Why, if I'm a consumer? How, what's your approach for it? You know, headline one, what do you like to say? I think, I, I want to get straight in there with a the keyword. Yeah. Um, yeah. Business. Business first, get straight in there, that or the company, um, you know, because I feel like the, the further you go through and the layers you go down, the less interest you get. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're searching for something straight away, we're lazy now, you know. In, in the fact that we will click away from a website if it doesn't load quick enough for us because someone hasn't compressed the images enough for it to load quick enough. Um, and, you know, when we're scrolling through, through the search, you know, when was the last time you Googled something and looked at every single result? You just don't do it, do you? Exactly, you, know? you don't, know. You're probably looking at the top. You'll be looking at the ads straight away because, you know, you, you're not going to go anywhere near the SEO, I know. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think I want to get in, you know, I want to I want to get, Get everything I want to say in there in that headline one. Get it said. What about you? Um, I've picked up some 
interesting tips from uh, okay. a talk on it actually at SMX um, yes. by uh, the legend that is Brad Geds. Okay. Uh, apologies if it's not pronounced Geds, Geddes or Geds, but um, he's not going to watch. He's not going to watch. He's not going to watch. He's uh, far above us. <laughs> um, but yeah, basic, but you know, these are tips that you've heard before, but you know they're still relevant. Uh, um, you, it's even as simple as researching your own company and thinking about how different you are from your competition. Mm. You know, do you offer high, higher quality products? You know, what makes you different? Yeah. Where are you worse? Where are you better? Yeah. You know, what do they look like right now? Looking at you know your competitors' ad copy, what do they say? What are we good at that no one else is promoting? Mm-hmm. You know, have they got call to actions in their ads? You know, have they got localized ads that they're using? Uh, you know, ad ad customizers maybe. You know, they localize and structure snippets. You know, or they feature in price. Or, so there's a combination of stuff. But I, in the past, you know, I look back at ad copy and I think that you know the mistakes I've made has been you know talking too much about the features and not yeah. necessarily the benefits of you know of the client or you know the of the service so um you know i always think like headline one you know people want to look at where they you know where they're going yeah so including the keyword in that having the brand in that i know there's yeah. various debates about including the brand but i think if you've got a strong brand yeah you know, that's so. got to be on there because yeah, that 100%. you know that's going to be the first thing you see yeah. you know and then headline two i would just keep it simple and chuck a benefit in there yeah or call to action you know simple yeah. as that that's it you know like description i mean how do we know that people make a decision on clicking on ad by the by the description i think they can get a sense by the first two headlines you know this this yeah this i'm going in this direction yeah you know yeah, including definitely. the keywords including the major benefit and you know the call or call to action there um, is pretty essential. And you know the description I think is good to make, you know to make it relevant. But you know it's not it's not always uh, possible, is it? And quite, I no, know, you know, and I, 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 something that I haven't really thought about much, which was quite interesting. What you discussed was character length, you know, and how that matters, uh, you know, and you know more than twenty characters. Uh, you know, in the headlines, uh, you know, brings a higher conversion rate, which, you know, I can kind of, I can see, you know. Yeah. But, you know, utilizing keyword insertion, adding countdowns to add some urgency, I think they're really good things. Yeah, and extensions definitely. as well, because a lot of people, I've made this mistake in the past as well, extensions, you know, you kind of, they come after everything else, you know, it's the yeah. last thing you, link, yeah. you think about, but actually extensions are half the ad. Yeah, one hundred percent. The space is just as important as the text. Yeah, one hundred percent. There is no reason not to use extensions. You know, the location, call, price. Is, yeah. You know, I always think price suits the service companies better. Yeah, and he, he also talked about that. Well, interestingly, I saw an example the other day of how um, a recruitment firm um, mm. used the price extension. Uh, to to yeah. when they were advertising jobs to put a salary in, which I thought was quite interesting. Ooh, yeah, it was quite a cool sort of different different take. That on is it. different. Um, but yeah, I mean the extensions. You're exactly right. You know they do come as an afterthought, and then what happens is, you know, we've both done it. You've got an account, a big account, and you've got to stick a load of extensions in. You just and if you haven't got the time. And you can be thorough because you're time poor if you're running mm-hmm. multiple accounts, which, you know, if you're, if you're working, whether you're in-house or agency side, you know, you, you, you can be pushed for time pressured. Um, especially, especially agency, you know, a lot of people I speak to, they get half an hour slots, you know, during the day to, to sort of deal with clients. And it's so regimented, it's, you know, this we talk about creativity. I mean, that's straight away stifled your creativity. But yeah. then you're trying to wedge in all those extensions. So you end up just, you know, you're just adding multiple ones. You're not actually 
looking on a keyword basis, you're not actually, um, you know, looking at the business and looking at different angles and looking at the fact that, you know, these certain queries are going to be driving certain, maybe customers at different stages. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's a thorough process, but one that's well worth it. Because like you said, it's space. If you're taking that top spot and you're taking that space Absolutely. away, um, and you're using those extensions to the to maximize your offering, because ultimately that might be the one chance you're going to get to get in front of that customer. So you've got to take that opportunity to to get as much information as you can early in the headlines, and then additionally with everything else that keeps the next position at bay momentarily. Um, a question I got for you actually is around bidding on brand terms. Now, it's an interesting debate because oh. a lot of people, um, you know, you've got the quality score. Does it, you know, do the, do the ads on brand terms, lower CPCs generally? So does that then hike up the quality score for the overall account? That's something that people, you know, go back and forth over. But Someone, it was actually someone mentioned it the other day. You know, he said, "Why? Why would you bid on bid on your own brand? You're already there. You know, you're already in top spot um, organically." But uh, so you know, what if I if I was a client and I said that to you, what, what you know, so what what would you come back with? What, what would your rationale be behind if 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 you believe in doing it? I mean, you're free to say no. I would say. You know, have you Googled yourself and are your competitors actually showing for your terms? Well, yeah, there's one because, straight away, yeah. Because if they are, you know, you're going to bet that a certain percentage of people are clicking on those ads. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, there is an argument that really if you're looking for a brand like Adidas and, you know, a Reebok ad shows up and Adidas aren't bidding on their brand terms, and someone clicks on a Reebok ad and goes through to their site, they're not, you know, you could argue that they're not looking for Reebok, but you're going to bet that they're going to see something which is going to stay in their mind. And, yeah. Yeah. and that's just... at the expense of, of, you know, one of your searches. So I, I think there's an argument both ways for it. Um, and it has become a lot more expensive. I don't think it's it's uh, long, no longer cheap, you know. Yeah. Especially it, dep- it depends what what industry you're in, really, as well. Um, but you know, you're going to bet like the casino, the gambling industry, for example. The CPCs must be incredible. But you know, with that, they've also got you know, um, they've got uh, agreements with other competitors. Hmm. Um, what you don't want to do is bid on your brand terms and then go and bid on everybody, all your competitors' brand terms. Yeah. Because, uh, I do, you, you know, they, you can see some profits from there. You know, we've seen it in the past, haven't we, with clients that we were actually, you know, generating, um, you know, a, a, a positive ROI from bidding yeah. on competitors' terms. Um, and it can happen. Uh, so that's why they're bidding on you. Because they're seeing, you're going to bet that they're seeing positive returns. Yeah. But also, you you know, you don't want people to appear above you. You know, you don't well, want to lose is, face, do you? There is that as well, you know. And, and it's easy to get into a, into a battle and a, and a bit of a, a price war, which Google comes out yeah. every time, as we know. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the things that I've sort of always sort of um, mentioned in with this as well is that, you know, a paid ad gives you better control over what people are seeing. Yeah. Organically, you've got less control. And if you're, you know, obviously if you've got a robust SEO team or you, you know, you've got an SEO agency and, and you're able to, you know, you know, some of the bigger companies, it's not ever going to be a problem for them, but the smaller companies, if you want to control the message you're putting out and you don't want to wait and, you don't have the resource and, the, and you know, time resource, money resource to actually rank for, you know, 
what you want to see, um, then a P that is is sort of a branded P that is is the way forward. Yeah, definitely. Straight away, you can, you know, we don't have to say it, but you know, you're, you're bidding for that that spot, and you and you if you're willing to pay, you're taking that spot. And but it's a great point you make. CPCs are getting more expensive, and this is what's leading people over to Facebook. Um, which is definitely something that we got to talk about in uh, in another episode. Um, mm. There's loads for us to talk about in other episodes. To be honest, I want we don't need to talk about Facebook in general. I want to talk about LinkedIn a lot because um, it's yeah. expensive. But my God, the data! I mean, if you get it right, and I know at SMX it was mentioned that you know you can't be in a channel before you look at your own creative. You know, and that's well, not a lot. A lot of people out there doing it at the moment. They've been in channels without actually going back and whether yeah, it's and analyzing their creative. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. you've got to look at what's working for what, and you know, it, everyone, you know, video, right? You know, let's make video, but you can't just make video. You've got to make the right creative, and you've got to target in the right way, you know, like anything. And it takes time, and it takes testing. And if you're not getting results after after a month, you know, you know, you can't just say Twitter isn't working and, and I'm never gonna use Twitter again. Um so yeah, it's uh some interesting topics there we can talk about. Um mm. and Bing, I mean, Bing are doing some uh, everything I read lately is some sort of Bing update. <laughs> yeah. They, they are uh, hard, aren't they? They are working hard. They are working hard. We know very well from speaking to a lot of the guys we spoke to from Bing. You know, yeah. they're relentless. Um and they wanna yeah, and that's the I don't know if I mean when we used to talk to them a lot, they were very much wanted to go in a different direction to what Google was doing. Mm. They weren't happy to just sort of copy although Google have got the white mold and your party wants to say, you know, come on guys, just just give us what they've given us. But, you know, yeah. they beat them, like I mentioned earlier, they beat them in the role of their market audiences. They've got a hell of an audience network with the, the amount of data that Microsoft and, you know, LinkedIn, um, you know, that whole network that they're setting up. So, yeah. Um, and, and they're, they're improving the ad, the, the Bing ads editor, so improving that as well. So you know, there's no excuse now for a lot of a lot of um, you know freelancers. You, Absolutely, you know, yeah. if someone says to us, you know, why not try Bing? You know, you can just literally take the data you've got on Google, and now they've got larger numbers that you can chuck over: ten thousand campaigns, one million ad groups, five million keywords. You know, chuck them over and try and make Bing. Yeah. And use some of those impact audiences when they come over here. And to yeah, our American absolutely. viewers, which, you know, if there's anyone out there, I'm sure, um, you know, they can tell us how these are going before we get them. Yes. That would be great. Yeah, it'd be interesting to hear how they're, how they're performing. Yeah. I think, you know, I think if Bing can master audiences, and if they can master voice search, which I think they probably got an advantage over, mm-hmm. I think they, you know, serious contenders. They, you know, people should uh, take them seriously. Yeah, there will be considerable growth, in, and there has been considerable growth in people searching because a lot of computers now come with, you know, Bing as the as the um, the default search engine. Yeah. And it's also a different demographic with Bing as well, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, it I think is. it suits it. I think, you know, I, I don't know what the statistics are, but I would think that this, it's an older demographic. Yeah, and this is the thing. You can actually use Bing as as that for those demographics, you know. As, yeah. Because, you know, if you're looking for more, more volume, you know, you'll chuck a few more keywords in maybe. But once you've exhausted, Bing is there. You know, there's this there's volume there. You know, Absolutely. It's not, yeah. it's not as if you know there's no one. There's a load of crickets and uh, you know hanging out over there. It's and I mean you use Yahoo as well. You're a big fan of that. 
That was volume there. Oh, Yahoo Gemini ads. Oh, yeah. I saw a blog post about that fairly recently. I thought, oh, my God, that's brought me uh, brought back some fun memories there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were one of the, uh, you know, one of the only adopters of uh, Yahoo Gemini ads. I would say I was, uh, you know, quite a prominent investor in Yahoo Gemini ads. Statue outside the building, I did. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe there's a video to make about that. Quite, you know, quite possibly, yes. Joshy Herbs' adventure into Yahoo Gemini. Um, <laughs> short-lived, but explosive. Yes, yeah, I definitely made an impact. There's a web query there as well. Definitely, yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, there's plenty to talk about. I'll tell you what, let's wrap up this session. Yeah. Because um, it's late. It's getting dark. It's getting dark. Um, it's still hot. Yes. You and, know, you know those... People across cool. the world are still writing ads right now. Uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I hope they're writing them on a piece of paper instead of Excel. I hope they are as well. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a blog we can write. There's a blog we can write there as well. Definitely. There's tons of content. There's loads of content. For I mean, we've got zero viewers right now. So the only way is up. Easy on <laughs> <laughs> the only way is up. Yeah. Key takeaways from this chat. Key takeaways. Voice search. Undeniably huge. But how? How is it going to be utilized? That that's a whole that's a whole new talk we'll do. You know. Let's have a look, right? Next time. Let's have a look at who's doing it right at the moment. What the pitfalls mm -hmm. are. You know, who who's going to get left behind by not, you know, what what are the ways to get left behind? And obviously, you know, if you're not checking your search terms, all the basics, you know, best practice, PPC. But, um, yeah, maybe we'll have a look at the technology around it as well. Image search, maybe do a bit. We ran a poll on that as well, actually, voice search versus image search, and it just came back 50-50. Mm. Huge volumes of people. Answer out surveys on Twitter, Josh. You know that. Yeah, I think yeah. there were definitely two, two people. It had to be an even number to get back the fifty-fifty. So it was two or four. Um, maybe one of them was me. I don't know. And uh, from my actual personal account, you never know. But um, <laughs> but, but yeah, well, yeah. Let's talk about that. Another key takeaway for today. Uh, data wasn't it? Data was discussed. Data. Uh, data. What data you look at? You know, is it the right data? Question yeah. your data. Question your data. Check your BI Crunch your data. data. Crunch your data. Crunch your data. Web Crunch. queries. Web queries. Web queries. Test. 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 Yeah. Test. If you're not, don't be in anything without testing it. There's a takeaway. Check your creative always. Yes. Make sure that you're checking your historic data. Make sure you're auditing auditing your data methods. So. You know, if you don't rely just on one, if you're using Marin or double click, check it against your AdWords data, check your conversion, check your conversion tags are always firing, get yourself a, a tagging guy or gal. Um, and if you've got internal data, audit it, make sure it's correct. Because yep, you might be, absolutely. you know, because, and there's another thing we want to talk about as well is actual ROI. You know, mm. because a lot of people I speak to, they 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 say, you know, we want to start paid ads. You know, we want to we want to start paid ads again because I've read about it. It's, it's the one I want to get in on this. And you sort of say, okay, so you know, how much revenue can you generate from one sale? If it's services, it's tough because of, you know, with the law firms, you know, it's a ton of services. Yeah. So you know, if it's a product, you know, what is how much money, how much revenue are you driving us? How much money are you willing to spend to drive a sale? And you've got to take into account your conversion rate in there as well, obviously. Because, yeah. you know, if you're going to drive 100 clicks, you've got to convert. You know, say you're only converting 10% of those clicks, 5%, 1% of those clicks. You've got to take all that into account, as you know, I know. Um, to then, and you've got to know your revenue number. You've got to work backwards from that, otherwise... You know, you just you're guessing. You're just throwing numbers around, um, and you might be spending more money to generate a conversion than you're actually making. That's wrong. Or you might be spending way less money and being super conservative, when in reality, 
you can spend a bit more because you've got a room to play with because you're actually because your product might be worth a couple of thousand pounds so you can afford to generate you know you can afford to pay more for your clicks drive more traffic conversion etc um that's a whole video we can do that on but that's going with this um, but yeah, your data. So make sure you're ordering your data so you know how much everything's worth you for starters and you know that the internal data is working and the profiling information you can get from it, especially B2B, anyone out there doing B2B, make sure if, and B2C obviously, profiling. You know, B2B, if you know what your client looks like, you know, and then all you need to do is get a meeting with them. If your conversion, uh, is is sent and you know okay if I get in front of a certain amount of people I can convert them then you can have a cost per meeting um, but, but any of that data that we can get as you know as the people running these accounts is, is absolutely ideal definitely it's just a head start so make sure you're looking at your business intelligence data or uh, whatever you call it whether it's just a spreadsheet of past clients you know it's important. Um, yeah. So there's another takeaway. What else was that? Google Assistant's going to take over the world. Robots everywhere. Um, yeah. You know, I'm looking around my desk now to see if I got anything that resembles a robot. Gonna. I got Mrs. Potts. No way. <laughs> no way. Mrs. Potts. That's Google Assistant. <laughs> <laughs> No way. <laughs> 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 that is excellent. I mean, um, oh. <laughs> if that's not a sign, we should end this now. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> I'm a Right, and on yeah. that note, yes, let's leave it. Um, but yeah, great chatting about PPC. Anyone watching, leave a comment. Um, we love criticism, but be gentle because it is our first ever, uh, you know, venture into video podcasts. And um, yeah, so yeah, constructive criticism. Yes. Trolling. No. Um, no. A couple, of, a couple of people we know will probably try to troll us. Um, mm. But yeah, hopefully someone gains some insight from this rambling. Um, but do you know what? The people that do troll us are the type of people that write ad copy in Excel. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, they're the type of people who, who have broad match modifier and exact keywords in the same ad group. There's a debate to end the show. There we go. Next wow. time, let's talk about that next time. Another okay, debate. Um, but yeah, great to speak to you again, man. Um, and uh, I will speak to you soon. And uh, anyone who stumbles across this, if you made it this far, then thank you. Thank you very much. What, <laughs> what great human beings you are. Robots will not take your job because you are great human beings. <laughs> right. Take care, man. You too, man. Cheers, man. See you then. See ya.